Beautiful recorder, <laughs> slide flute. Yeah, did, did a slide flute. Did a slide face of the heart there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, slide Patrick. flute slow low. A slide <laughs> flute slow low. You say a slow low now. S- solo solo. No, it was so. a slow solo. So it it's a, a slow low. Yeah, slow low. Slow low. That's gonna be that's Han slow low. <laughs> yeah, Han slow low. That's my oh. porn name, Han Hand slow low. <laughs> a very special Han solo. Very. He's, he's Han Slolo. I see what you mean. <laughs> special. Like, this podcast is special. Welcome! This is Soy Trek. I'm Comrade Britain. And I'm Comrade Pat. Comrade Pat. That's, that's, a good, that's a good thing to be. Yeah. 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 Those worst things. The, the boys down in the club call me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm extra absorbent. <laughs> Down to the bathhouse, they call me Spongy for the same reason. <laughs> They're like, "Where did it go?" Ah, went into my pores. Yeah, <laughs> a very, a very thick pores, and just yeah. Of- and I don't moisturize much, so yeah. you know, it just like kind of seeps in and moisturizes my skin. Mm-hmm. Just skin all dry and papery until it gets that nice load, nice, nice rope busted all on it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shoot me full of ropes like uh, we're at a Spider-Man convention, baby. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you ever uh, jerk off to, like, porn with, like, superheroes or anything in it? I don't think so, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that has to be, like, a genre. It is. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, like, yeah. cosplay type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Really never, never jerked off to, like, zombie porn or black metal porn or... Any of the so. weird niche stuff. What do you jerk off to? Porn. That's so boring. That's so vanilla. I, I that, uh, Man, that, porn. That. Like, what? If I went through your porn search history, what what would I find? Uh, lots of people hugging. Oh, yeah. right, right. Just, <laughs> like you're just a just like, just, a, just, a, just a video. Warm just... embraces. <laughs> friends forever. Like. Not being alone. <laughs> That's like all it's in your search history yeah. in Pornhub. Yeah, Pornhub. Family says we love you. <laughs> <laughs> We're proud of you, yeah, son. Yeah. Dad says I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just you're like like I'm gonna find out what Pat cranks it to. <laughs> you just see that and get really sad and yeah. just like just just drop it. You're like, never mind. <laughs> Open the gun drawer and just stare at it. <laughs> Maybe today. Dom Daddy says, I love you, son. <laughs> um, so we're here to talk about uh, a TNG episode today, eh? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, but uh, before that, let's talk about our Patreon. Patreon. Uh, so we got a Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. That's patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. What can you get there? All kinds of stuff. For as yeah. little as free, that's right, you can sign up for free. Mm-hmm. But we prefer you do at least $2 a month, you know, just to help us out yeah. uh, get with our equipment and fucking hosting fees and mm-hmm. the actual time we spend making this fucking podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 nice to uh, we appreciate it. We yeah, appreciate we, you for for signing up. We love it. Yeah, yeah. we but, love uh, we love seeing our beautiful beautiful your beautiful faces smiling. Yep. For but anyway, so it's <laughs> a little little for free is two dollars a month, whatever you can afford. You know. Yeah. Uh, you can sign up and uh, you get our episodes as soon as I'm done making them. You get extra episodes. Mm. Uh, you get episodes of my other podcast, Prison Breakdown. You oh, get girls, a, yeah. the entire back catalog of uh, Getting Head, a bucket cast, over 100 mm. episodes of that. Damn. Um, my music podcast from a while ago. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Um, we got fucking Golly. Um, oh, yeah. You can also recommend episodes for us oh, to yeah. watch and yeah. vote on them. Yeah, it was Iborga voted on episode. It was a voted on episode. That was Hell the yeah. highest voted thing this week. Hell yeah. So that's what we going to be watching. Nice. Um, for as little as $5, you're a producer of the show, and we say thank you to people just like Dylan Lance, Jordan Hale, David Craning Sites, D. Gursky, Jor Moore, Tim Wilkinson, Sam Mayo, Kyle Simmons, PJ Hale, Shane Sawyer, Gillian McCrary, SFC Punk, Roberto Molina, Seven of Nine, James Hartman, Iggy, Abigail Simpson, uh, Shane Williams, Roberto Yolito, Electric Baphomet, Joanna Hearn, Nick Savard, John Simcox, Atcher Pliskin, Skeptic, uh, Shane Sawyer, I already said Shane Sawyer, sorry, <laughs> Nova, Jose Martinez, Ben Tronic, and our good friends over at the Bruce Campbell podcast. Oh, yeah, that that, that uh, those names get longer every day. They do. Yeah, they, yeah. People, people people be signing up. We, we, yeah. we we've been making some revenue, and which reminds revenue. me, uh, we actually do have to pay taxes on it because we've made like I think it's if you make over like twelve hundred dollars on it, you have to pay taxes. So. Son of a bitch. I'll probably let you know, but there might not be Patreon money for a few months because of that. We'll see. Damn you, Uncle Sam. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Scam. Yeah, Uncle Scam. Uncle Scamula. The United Snakes of America. Oh, you got him. Uh, yeah, but we'll see. Hopefully it's not too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, hard, just you know, hard-working podcasters. Yeah, right? Can't even make a living no more. Right? But you know what else I do? Mm. I run... The Media Dungeon. Oh shit, they're there. For $10 a month. And there's only, there's actually a spot, a slot opened up on this. Oh, so, hell yeah. So uh, you can still sign up uh, for $10 a month to get the Media Dungeon. Nice. Which is my media server on Plex, which has over 17,500 films, I think. Mm. Uh, almost 1,500 different shows. God damn. More than Netflix, more than Hulu, yeah. more than all those stinky stinkers yeah fuck prime fuck right. hulu and i got cool stuff that like doesn't really exist anywhere yeah that's true you know i've got some fucking rare shows i keep up to date with good shows yeah like uh right now i'm uh keeping up with fargo and yeah. i'm keeping up with the curse the curse is good uh-huh 
Yeah, um, I, I, I've noticed a lot of people saying like it's becoming too too unwatchable for them because it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I love that. Like I don't know. Like I think that last episode. I think like um, when Whitney is talking. Um, oh, I haven't watched the most recent. Oh, episode. okay. Never. Mind. Oops. Yeah. Don't 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 spoil don't spoil it for our audience it, either. Yeah. But, uh, it just it just makes you feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I bet you just, you just feel sorry for everyone involved. Like, yeah. I don't know. And like Emma Stone, like I. She definitely needs an award or something. She's very good in it. She's very good. I've been hearing good things about her her newest role of Poor Things. Like she's been really convinced me. Like she's like you know mm-hmm. top notch. Like yeah, favorite. She is. The favorite was like is a real, was a movie I really liked. I haven't watched that one yet. It's though. really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. That's another Yorgos blah 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 yeah. movie because she's in the, his current film right now, Poor Things. Oh, right, right. Which is kind of like a sci-fi kind of Frankenstein type film. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I'm probably I, gonna I, go watch it this week. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it too. Like uh-huh. I haven't had any time, but like yeah, I want to see that. I also want to see the Iron Claw. The Iron Claw looks really good. I too. just watched that last week. Oh, how was it? It was pretty good. I gave nice. it, I think, three and a half stars on Letterboxd. Oh, sweet. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a good film. Um, I mean, I was probably overcritical of it as like a wrestling fan, as, yeah, as someone wrestling who like kind of knows the story because mm. they changed some things around and yeah. like you know twisted a few things. And, also, like, like like you know like um, Zach Efron and the the bear guy, they seem like they're like. They're like five seven, yeah. <laughs> and the in the Von right, Erichs right. were like six foot five. Or right, some right. Shit. Um, fucking, <laughs> dude. But Zach Efron, like, kudos to him. He put in the fucking work. Yeah. He. The thing is weird though. Is like Zach Efron got like way buffer and had way more of a body transformation than the guy he played Kevin Von Erich ever did. <laughs> really? Like Kevin Von Erich didn't ever get that buff. I don't think. Oh, which really? is crazy. Yeah. So like Z- yeah. Zach Efron like took it almost a little too far with how much he transformed himself. I guess like because he's not that tall, he has to look physically imposing somehow. Though. I guess so. Yeah. So it's like even because he doesn't have the height, he has to like. Mm-hmm. bulk up yeah he was yeah. he was really good in it though nice. he was very good in it. i've heard nothing but good things about it and has mm-hmm. like people i like in it like mm-hmm. i'm like okay i want to see i want to see um iron claw and i want to see poor things that's yeah, and also what also i missed out on godzilla minus one i haven't seen that yet right but. right uh, i want to see monster as well that's supposed mm-hmm. to be good i think it's a japanese or korean film okay um yeah, it's all good things, but you know what? They'll eventually make their way to your Plex server. They absolutely will. Yeah, uh, for ten dollars a month. Yeah, also, I noticed you put Dream Scenario on there. I did. Yeah, yeah the new s- Nicolas Cage one. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I was, I was probably going to watch it when I get home today. Yeah, I just updated it with a bunch of new like award season films. Hell's yeah. Yeah, yeah Dream Scenario seemed really good. Have you watched that yet? Not yet. No. Go check that out. Uh, so twenty dollars a month. What's that get you? That gets you merchandise. Merchandise from the merchandise. Def- defunct. Merchandise. Defunct now, soytrek.com. So all of the stuff that I have, and all of the new stuff I'd be making too. Yeah, uh, you'll get a you'll get a cut of all that, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, which is a great deal because like, I, I send you like a shirt a month, which like I I sell shirts for twenty five dollars with shipping yeah. online. So twenty dollars a month, you pretty much get a shirt or something more every month. Mm-hmm. That's a great fucking deal. That's if you like deal. my merch, you know, yeah. that's a great deal. So yeah. that being said, go to patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs sign up and thank you to everyone who supports us it helps keep us editorially neutral Mm -hmm. and ad free i mean i think we always were just you know saying whatever right right even (laughs) even when we had fucking like um 
Tim Hortons yeah, fucking Tim Hortons ads on the podcast. Ads, yeah. like, we're just and, like, and, like, you know, stick, we're just like, stick your dick in a Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah, fucking, yeah, go, go to the drive-thru and just yell a racial slur. Yeah, just be like, just do the Tim Hortons challenge where you go through the drive-thru and then the, uh, then the drive-thru worker sees how many uh, donuts they can fit on your erect penis. <laughs> and then, uh, however many donuts, donuts can fit on there, you get those donuts for free, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> With the purchase of a small coffee. Use the phrase soy trek at purchase to get that deal. Yeah. <laughs> Just yell, yell, yell the, the phrase soy track at stick, stick your wreck dick out the window and be yeah, like soy track <laughs> and then that and then, the, and then they're compelled to uh put uh donuts on your erect penis right and however many fit on there you get for free and they'll bring the party lights the red and blue party lights that show up behind you yeah yeah, yeah and, uh, uh, and but you have to purchase a small coffee. All right, you have to purchase a small coffee. <laughs> right, right. Say soy trick at purchase, uh-huh. and then uh, however many you know we you know that however many donuts you get is up to you and your genetic gifts. Right, or you know if you've had any implants. If you had any implants, too. you can wear a strap. I hear that mm-hmm. works. You know, right, right. Yeah, it's kind of like you know you know Seven um, yeah, Eleven had that you know bring fill whatever. Uh, cup you want with slushy and mm-hmm. get it for free right. you know it's kind of like so you can you can go you can you can have a packer you know and just go and right right and you can uh get a get a you know wear wear a big ass one you get like 12 ass donuts for fucking 12 free. ass donuts 12 ass donuts 12 ass donuts uh, eat them off eat them off that strap <laughs> donuts only gotta be like what like an inch and a quarter piece <laughs> You got a fucking eighteen inch dog. You take it home a dozen box, baby. You got, uh, you got a couple baker's dozen. Yeah. Eat, eat it off like a corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> you and your family eating 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 a dick dick full of donuts. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, you're home. Daddy's home. Did you bring the donut dick? <laughs> yes, son. I got the strap. <laughs> We're gonna, going to eat well tonight. We're going to eat well tonight. This is this is our this is our Sunday tr- Sunday tradition. Thank you, Soy Trek. <laughs> Use code Soy Trek. Meanwhile, he's just rocking back and forth in prison, <laughs> muttering to himself. Thank you, Soy Trek. Thank you, Soy Trek. Thank you, Soy Trek. <laughs> Man arrested after flashing dildo at, at, at Tim Horton's patron. Tim Horton's employee. Yelling Soy Trek. Yelling Soy Trek. What is this mysterious Soy Trek? We did Google searches and found nothing. <laughs> found nothing. <laughs> just, just a, just a couple of Star Trek obsessed terrorists. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's our jihad. That's our jihad. Yeah, you know, jihad implies like an H hod. Mm. I hod. <laughs> J hod. I hod. I hod. The International House of Jihad. Yeah, the International House of of Jihad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. If you could open International House of Anything, what would it be? You know, I had to, this morning I woke up and I had a really bad craving for waffles. International House of Waffles. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know. For some reason, I, I really want a waffle. I was uh-huh. like, fuck. I need- it's hard to find a vegan waffle. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I got to go to Wayward. Mm-hmm. Wayward's so far. Yeah. But maybe I'll do that More tomorrow. More like Gayward. <laughs> yeah, it is. a lot of gay people eat there. <laughs> Cool. One time I went there and there was a, a couple wearing Andrew Yang shirts. <laughs> and I was like, losers! Yeah. Were, I would have been like, Yang Gang, math! <laughs> yeah. What's up, math? Math, math! Fucking Yang Gang nerds. Uh-huh. That dude dropped off. 
there's hard, no there's no yeah. forward party anymore no after he got his shit pushed in by fucking eric adams like how do you recover i know from that? god well he, yeah that was embarrassing honestly mm-hmm. Like, it was funny watching him show up to things, you know, be like, hello, fellow New Yorkers. And hello, everyone, fellow human beings. <laughs> and everyone being like, you fucking suck, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he released a video of him going into a bodega and being like, yeah, I'm just hanging out in the bodega I always go to. Going to pick up some bodega bananas. <laughs> yeah. Just came off very embarrassing. Very, I am very, human. Very, yeah, very, I am human. Look at me do human New York things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool guy. <laughs> Pretty cool guy. I love people in VC. Everyone I've met in VC is a very cool dude. <laughs> very cool. A hundred percent cool. Nothing wrong with them. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of VC people around Seattle, and um, they're all fucking bonkers, fucking burner dickheads. Yeah, it's true. Mm. I mean, we do have like the big burner. Yeah, we do. We got That's a big the, the burner. Folk life. That's not. That's not like Burning Man at all. Yeah, but uh, you know, bur- burning, burning adjacent. Nah, not really. <laughs> I mean, some burners go there and stuff, but it's yeah. like, I don't know. We've got other festivals around here, like <coughs> Massive and uh, Rainbow Gathering. Oh yeah, the Rainbow and shit Gathering. like that that yeah. are a lot more like, yeah, uh, you know, the idea of what Burning Man is kind of, yeah. and kind of the setup and how like cities build around that because folk life is just in a city you know it's yeah. just always at the seattle center we need more juggalo gatherings than rainbow gatherings <sighs> fucking a right brother <laughs> we need but, to but do I, a quarterly juggalo gathering i'd say yeah yeah we need more juggalos mm-hmm. and juggalettes juggalettes yes and jugga they thems jugga they thems juggle x juggle x yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd identify as Juggle X. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Latinx. Juggle X. 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 That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's probably what they call it. And they probably go woot woot when they come. How many kids do you think out there are named like Violent J and Shaggy? You think like I think I think yeah Shaggy and Jay definitely but I don't think yeah. anyone named their kid Filin Jay and Shaggy too dope you know I'm sure that Shaggy is definitely a thing uh, maybe like Jay Violet or Jay Shaggy <laughs> or like Shaggy Jay Vi- or it's a girl Viola Jay mm, oh I like that actually Violet Jay <laughs> yeah Violet Jay mm, yeah. yeah um I'm Violet Jay. Yeah, Violent J baby names. Let's see if that thing. How about Violent J and Silent Bob? That'd be, <laughs> cool, right? That'd be pretty. It would just be like two fat dudes smoking a bunch of weed. I mean, I guess like. Uh, well, I guess Kevin Smith isn't really fat anymore. I guess Violent J's uh, has a son named JJ. Okay. Violent JJ. Yeah. Violent James. I get well. Uh, JJ the jet plane. JJ the jet plane. Uh, Joseph Joseph JJ. <laughs> Joseph JJ. So JJ JJ JJ, JJ, JJ J- Joseph Junior. Joseph Junior. Yeah. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah, if you have a baby named after Violent J or Shaggy Two Dope, let us know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or if you know someone with a baby named after any any juggalo, really. Yeah. Could be Twisted. Could be. I don't yeah. know the other ones. <laughs> uh. Yeah. What were the other ones? There was a couple. There was Twisted. I know. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of. Juggalos. I mean, right now, like Violent J is on tour with two other guys, and they're like three-headed hydra or something they called themselves oh really i yeah. heard of this yeah like shaggy two dope i guess had surgery like, yeah yeah he's not he's kind of in poor health and he was gonna yeah. s- split from the roads yeah i follow him on instagram he just seems like he just hangs out at pools and yeah and hangs out with his kids and stuff yeah he seems pretty wholesome actually yeah yeah i mean I, you know there have to be like in their late 50s at this point so yeah yeah like <laughs> the guys in the fucking over the past few years and in interviews and stuff like they have like said some remarkably like nice things mm. and like like wise things too it's yeah. really strange it's really strange to like see them get older and like become like kind of enlightened human beings where yeah. they used to be like kind of pieces of shit yeah 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 i mean yeah they've they've uh apologized for being homophobic and transphobic and mm-hmm. stuff which is like more than a lot of like you know I think one of them has a kid who's a furry. Yeah, Violent J has a kid that's a furry, yeah. And they go to furry things with them, and they yeah, go for and, and, Yeah, and, and, yeah, and Violent J has said, like, yeah, his comments in the past, you know, he realized that he was, like, the kind of people that they hate, you know, and so it's just like... Right. So, yeah, it's like, you know... He did some. He did. He did. He did. He did. He did an improvement. He did. We love <laughs> did, to he, see an he, improvement. He did. A, he did. A, he did a growth. Indeed. Which, which you wouldn't expect an insane clown to do. <laughs> you really wouldn't. You, you know, you, you feel like if a clown has mental illness, they're kind of going to be stuck in their patterns, kind of forever. But he broke. He broke the pattern. Speaking of uh, insane <laughs> clowns yeah. breaking patterns, guess what we watched today? <laughs> I Borg. I Borg. Uh, episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. He um, does kind of look like a mime. Yeah, def- and he does do some miming in this for sure. Yeah. Uh, this episode was uh, from the fifth season, the 23rd episode, and it aired on May 11th, 1992 for the mm-hmm. first time in syndication. Nice. It is the 122nd episode of TNG mm-hmm. and the 230th episode of Star Trek released in all. Um, it is written by Renee. Ekavaria, um, who is an absolute powerhouse. We talked about them recently when talking about uh, Past Tense because mm. he wrote, oh, yeah. co-wrote part two. Oh, yeah. Uh, he also wrote 18 episodes of TNG, including True Q, Inheritance, Lower Decks, and Firstborn. Oh, wow. And 23 episodes of DS9, including Behind em- Enemy Lines, Statistical Probabilities, and uh, he also co-wrote Trials and Tribulations with Ronald D. Moore. Oh, wow. Uh, this episode's directed by Robert Letterman, uh, who's mostly known as an editor for mm. Star Trek, editing a combined 128 episodes across The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise. Damn. Uh, he also has three writing credits, including DS9's Improbable Cause and The Assignment, along mm. with Voyager's Nightingale, the one where Harry is offered command of an alien ship for saving them. Oh, nice. Uh, he also directed TNG's Force of Nature in his only other directorial credit. Oh wow! Of all, it's, it's so even today that's his only. He, only he, he does like assistant director work on okay. movies and stuff pretty often, but yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you want to jump into this bad boy? 
Let's jump on into this motherfucker. All right, we open on a captain's log. Captain's log, stardate 4584.2. The Enterprise is charting six star systems that make up the Argolis Cluster, an area being considered for colonization. On the bridge, the crew are talking about the beauty of the system when Data picks up energy readings from within, self-repeating and of an unknown pattern from the fourth moon of the planet, which is capable of supporting life. Riker thinks it might be a distress signal and calls some shots, with Picard just sitting right there. It's Picard's <laughs> bridge, and Riker's like, all right, I got this. Don't worry. Boom, bam, boom, and, and Picard just sits there and doesn't say shit. It's crazy. Yeah, I guess, it, you know, it's just like, you know, He's oh, like, life signs on the moon, this is beneath me. Yeah, yeah, it's like, this isn't captain shit, this is first mate shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, wake me up, number one, when we do something cool. <laughs> <laughs> wake me up when there's pussy involved. <laughs> uh, no, wait, no, 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 never mind. I'll smell it and wake up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, recalling, what was it, uh, was it Sex Trek 5? The one with the, the the smell. I don't think I watched that one, did I? No, we watched four. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. We watched a bunch of them. Uh, so also that could have been the one that I could not hear anything, so I have no idea. That's fair. That's <laughs> yeah. fair. So down on the rocky styrofoam and paper mache planet, Riker, Worf, and Crusher beam down, and Crusher picks up one weak life sign. They pull back a panel from where it's emanating from, and guess what it is? It's a motherfucking Borg. It's a Borg. It's a motherfucking Borg. It's a Borg. Borg. Uh, yeah, opening credits, two minutes and five seconds. Very, very fast cold open here. Very fast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right to the point. Right down to the damn So point. when we return, Riker calls Enterprise and tells Picard there's one badly hurt Borg down on the planet. Riker, or sorry, Picard is palpably disturbed and tells everybody to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Data says there's no other Borg activity in the area. Back down on the planet, Riker is on Picard's side, saying that they should get the fuck out since Borg usually collect their dead. Crusher says he's not dead yet, <laughs> and then pulls out her phaser. No. Yeah. Uh, Crusher wants to treat him in some way, but Picard says any evidence of their being there will alert the Borg, which Crusher says, hey, it's too late now, baby. Yeah. Well, they they already they're already been alerted, baby. They're they're compelled to to help him. Mm-hmm. It's what humans do. Yeah. Uh, Worf wants to kill it because he's just a dog. Yes. No, we should kill it now. <laughs> I'm like, don't. Do Which it. is not don't. wrong. I mean, looking through like actually, you no. Know, now we can see like the the entire history of the Borg. I mean, mm-hmm. they all die anyway. That's true. Like it, it just got it's just like kind of funny thinking about how. You know, going vi- revisiting this, you know, especially after Picard, mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah, I mean, they all are wiped out eventually in that in very long and pro- very prolonged, painful way. Yeah, through both Voyager and through Picard. And yeah, like yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah, and also given like how Borg are treated, especially you know in like you know fucking. Um, uh, first contact, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and oh, when fucking, he fucking just goes ham on them. And yeah, he's, like, he's just he's just like opening fire on them with a machine gun and just like and killing them left and right and you know and Picard, you know, clearly hasn't learned anything from this episode because he's just like kill them all. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's shoot, clearly shoot. over his fucking trauma with Locutus and shit. Yeah, shooting and shoot, shoot like the one you know the one guy who's like slowly who gets infected but is still human. He's just, <laughs> just fucking, it's too late for him now. Too late for him. Kill him now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. so. 
Picard is reluctant, but says security mushrooms must be taken before they beam the Borg on board. He calls Jordy and tells him that they need to cut off the Borg's contact uh, with the rest of the Borg collective, and Jordy says he's on it. Mm-hmm. Back on the planet, there's more Borg, but they're all dead, four of them. Picard tells them that they're going to beam the Borg to a detention cell, and Picard goes to his ready room mm-hmm. to jerk off. But Crusher's like, no, we have to go to the med bay. It's just like, yeah. Are you, like, ins- are you insane? <laughs> yeah, that's not a great idea. So we're in Picard's ready room, and we get a... Come. And Counselor Troy walks in and tries to uh, do some psychology on him. But he insists he's quite recovered from his experience from best of both worlds. Yeah, he, he doesn't need any therapy. He's above that. He fought his brother yeah, in the he, mud. He fought his brother in the mud, and now he's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the events of best of both worlds happened about two years ago in, yeah, season, in this, universe. This season five, yeah. And this is, at the mm. end, this is also at the, like, the end, of, basically the end of... Um, of season five too right right yeah. so yeah it's it's you know probably a year and a half two years since yeah. that happened um picard tells her he appreciates her concern but it's misplaced doing a very i need my pain kind of kirk maneuver here yeah i wouldn't say it's misplaced like she's mm-hmm. literally doing the her job her fucking job <laughs> that <laughs> like, she never seems to really do she seems to be yeah. more of a diplomatic counselor yeah and 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 yeah it's like you think like as you know she sits at the left hand of picard on the ship mm-hmm. on the bridge you know it's right. just like you know, and that's so she can use her right hand to jo him. Yeah, to for a jo. Yeah, uh, for jo time. But like she said, <laughs> but she's but she but clearly she has like a level of high importance on the ship, and mm-hmm. that and that is to look after the mental health of you know of everyone, especially the captain. Right. And it's just like so, I, and seeing him come in uh, in direct confrontation with like the thing that's caused him such horrible trauma, like. You know, as you said, like two years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> like is feels like a very in within her realm as in her cape. Yeah, she's I don't. Do I I wouldn't want to go back to commanding a ship like months after I was just like, yeah, not not only kidnapped but made a different being. Yeah, and like have your hand cut off, presumably, and have <laughs> your fucking like brain rewired into a collective consciousness where you always hear the thoughts of others. And as we know from fucking um, uh, Picard, you know they fucking made us made a sperm Borg. Yeah, he's making little Borgs in his sack. So yeah, he's, he's got like, extra special fucking micro Borg sperm. Yeah, so he got fucked up. It's, it's, it is kind of funny that they. You know, especially after the after Wolf three five nine, like they allow him to even return. It's so fucking weird that <laughs> the Borg thought of that because the Borg don't like reproduce like that. But they yeah. were just like, "Oh, we must do something about his balls. <laughs> yeah. We are Borg. We are Borg. We must do something about Locutus's balls <laughs> just in case. Just in case it comes in handy, like." 20, 30 years from now. Who knows? Just, you know, just in case we need an easy excuse to have a Borg storyline 30 years from now. Micro Borg sperm. Micro Borg sperm. Which is just, come on. Come on. I, I was, I'm not a fan of that story yeah. part, but whatever. So, um... Picard is convinced he's doing the right thing, bringing the Borg aboard. Uh... Troy offers her services if they're needed and leaves. 
in detention. Crusher is... And then they never talk to her again. <laughs> nope, that's, that's it. She's got her paycheck for the episode. Yeah. In detention, Crusher is treating the Borg. This is a Jordy Picard... Guinan Crusher episode. That's it. The yeah. other people are. I would like, even say it's more. Definitely leans more on Jordy later on. Like, yeah, it does. But Crusher, yeah. it definitely leans on Crusher in the early part, being yeah. like the moral compass of what's going on. Yeah, which and, is and, great. And she and it, and given, yeah, she needs to be like the devil's advocate when it mm -hmm. comes to like you know advocating for like the individuality of this Borg and like you know the. The Hippocratic Oath, you know, having mm -hmm. to care for him and stuff. But. Also, I mean, she has to be not the devil's ev she has to be the devil's advocate because she has to advocate for herself because yeah. all gingers are the devil. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, um, but yeah, it's just like, but I do, but yeah, she does kind of go about it at an, a kind of almost naive, like it's like, yes, that, like that, that 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 voice of dissent should exist in this kind of situation mm -hmm. you know saying like you know about like this this borg's personhood and like oh we haven't sure, even gotten there yet but oh well, yeah making sure that we'll make, making sure that he gets medical care but it's mm -hmm. just like but she wants him to go right to the med bay yeah you know something that can infect the whole ship and sure, be, and sure. fuck everything up <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah like they're basically like borg are basically a virus they're like a walking macro virus and so mm -hmm. it's just like you don't want that thing just like loose on your ship, loosey goosey. Yeah, and also they don't know. It plan. Could, also, it could also how they know that the board can't like play tricks, you know, like because you know what what they plan on doing with you know this Borg mm -hmm. later on this episode. Who's to say they didn't think the Borg didn't think of doing the same thing to them, like have them accept the Borg onto their ship, and it's actually like a fucking bomb. Right, right. So it's an interesting idea. Interesting idea. Mm -hmm. But which yeah. is, I mean, I guess kind of what happened in Star Trek Picard season three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, in detention, Crusher is treating the Borg. He's still unconscious and suffered massive internal hemorrhaging. Some of his chips are fucked up and may need to be removed. But Picard says they're dependent on these, and he may die if she does that. Picard asks Jordy if he can reprogram the Borg, and Jordy isn't sure. Picard says if they get to the root command that could make the Borg into a virus, send it back and disable the entire Borg. Basically, biological warfare versus the Borg, which is kind of like what Janeway did in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, they just, just like, they're like, yeah, there's like all this moral, like, um, moralizing of doing this on, on this episode. And then mm -hmm. Janeway just goes and does it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. So, in the conference room, Jordy says if their plan goes well, they will fuck up the Borg fucking big time. Mm -hmm. Data says that they will be annihilated, which Crusher says is maybe like a war atrocity. Yeah. Uh, when which Picard and Riker disagree with. Uh, Picard, We're at war. Yeah, Picard does some dehumanizing of the Borg, and Crusher is incensed with this. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually pretty much with Crusher up to this point on this one. Like it's. Her, her opinion isn't, like, war-based or anything, but, like, I don't know, using something as a weapon, like, an individual being is kind of, like, I think morally wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's... Like, ethically not okay. Yeah, you're, you're, 
turning this thing, turning this guy into an unwilling um, suicide bomber, basically. Yeah, and he was a person before the Borg, and he can maybe be de- deprogrammed. We don't know that much. Fucking Picard was deprogrammed. <laughs> yeah, Picard was deprogrammed. That's the thing that everyone isn't talking about. Is like <laughs> everyone's just like, oh, well, they're gone forever. When Picard was deprogrammed, <laughs> yeah, they figured yeah. it out. Yeah, just fine. And yeah, they they don't seem to be like, oh. Let's just give him the same same surgery that I had. You know, yeah. at no point they're like that. They're just like no, no. That that only captains can afford that. Only Sorry. yeah, only captains can get that. Only 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 uh, plot central people can have that done. <laughs> he this man is a guest star. <laughs> like he does not get that treatment. Maybe so, Luxwana. Maybe maybe Luxwana. She is she is a returning guest star. She is. <laughs> She's safe if she were ever to be assimilated. Rolorin? No. No, no, no. That bitch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, at no point they're like, okay, well, deborg him. Wow. You know, they're, they they don't they don't do that at all, which is mm-hmm. it's just kind of funny. It's interesting. And, and and yeah, I mean, they give him a choice, which is really funny mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> so Crusher says, when she looks at her patient, she sees a hurt boy and not a vessel for some kind of instrument of destruction. Picard says they're faced with an enemy they cannot negotiate with, and until that changes, they have to do what they must to survive. Mm-hmm. Picard, th- Picard then gets the call. The Borg has awakened. Over in the detention, the Borg is doing some miming and doesn't <laughs> understand that he's been cut off from the collective. Yeah. He feels alone. Crusher says he must be hungry, but they still need energy, and he doesn't have it. Um, it would be funny. If even though he doesn't eat food. Yeah. Yeah, it would be funny if they just gave him a ham sandwich. It's like yeah. stuff that you get when you're in Central when the, in, in in holding. Fucking lockup, yeah. <laughs> fucking, I remember when I was in lockup one time, they gave me a fucking... It was a cheese sandwich, but they didn't bother to unwrap the craft single in there, so Hells I like yeah. bit into it, and it was just like plastic. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, uh, Picard says to arrange a feeding, like a fucking electrical outlet, basically, to be retrofitted so he can plug his USB arm <laughs> thing into it. Yeah. Uh, Crusher says he looks scared. Oh, there's there's a lot of good music going on here too. Yeah. Some good Dennis McCarthy music, very sweeping, mm-hmm. very emotional. So over in Sword Ops, Guinan and Picard are fencing, and he's <laughs> kicking her ass. Uh, she says he's much better at it than her, and she understands there's a Borg on board. Mm-hmm. She asks if that's wise, and she does not understand the decision. Picard explains the humanitarian reasons, and Guinan says they're going to come after them. They fence again, and Guinan gets a cramp, but it's a ruse, and Guinan gets a touch. She says that Picard felt sorry for her, and look what it got him. Interesting yeah. lesson, Interesting Guinan. lesson. Interesting and, it's, it's, lesson. It's, and it is funny because it's complete opposite of what, of of what a, Guinan usually stands <laughs> for. She's like, kill the fucking Borg. Yeah, kill she's like, Borg. you gotta kill that motherfucker. No, she's like on Worf's side here. She's like, kill it now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because, yeah, like, you know, the Elwarians have, have been like Destroyed decimated. by the Borg. Yeah, yeah, they've been decimated, but it's also just funny considering, like, what a how she's usually, like, the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. And, and and the voice of like you know of but she's like, got her trauma too, baby. She's got her trauma too. So I think this is an interesting Guinan episode because it's like one where she is you know mm-hmm. she you know it's, it's like this, this is personally affecting her. Where 
typically she seems like you know above it she seems like she's she's wise she's quiet she listens because you know orians they listen yeah and that's what they're best at that's what they're best at so she's 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 usually the shoulder to, you know, the person who's usually but like... she got an opinion here. She's got an opinion here. She got yeah. an opinion. <laughs> yeah. She wants to say something. So, back in detention, Worf and Jordy enter to connect the power conduit to feed he, uh, the, the Borg. They step in gingerly, and the Borg doesn't do anything. The Borg begins to walk over, but doesn't really do anything again. He announces himself as Borg and tells them that resistance is futile and they will be assimilated. He also says that they must return to the Collective. He asks if uh, he has any means of identification, and the Borg says he is third of five, which is a pretty sick name. Yeah. Three of five. Um, or third of five. Uh, Jordy tells him how to feed and says, you're welcome, and then they leave. The Borg connects himself to the conduit and feeds. He asks why Jordy did this and says that Jordy is not Borg, but he will be assimilated. Yeah. Jordy says, that's gratitude for you, and they walk away. <laughs> Later, Jordy is saying he thinks three of five understands cooperation, and Crusher says he's like a rat in a cage. Like this. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a Borg in a cage. Oh, damn. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a Borg in a cage. Yeah, Borg in a cage, yeah. Um, so, uh, Jordy says he needs to test him, and Crusher says it's to participate in his own genocide. <laughs> damn. God damn. Damn, girl, you spicy. I, I, I do like this, like, you know, how Jordy is. He, you know, he's known for, you know, befriending data. Yeah. And, you know, and he does, and he shows that he has, like, an understanding of the humanity of, like, mechanical things. Yeah, no, and, definitely. And of AI. So, yeah, it makes sense that he is the point person for this Borg. Mm-hmm. Also, like, it's funny, like, data doesn't really do much in this episode. Not at all, no. Yeah, he, not at all. He, he kind of just, like, does readings on the bridge. And yeah, he just, yeah, he just kind of reads, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but but this is a, it is a great, this is a great Geordie episode, and also mm. very in touch with his character. Absolutely. And, and I was also re-watching this, I was reminded just, like, it, it seems like Patrick Stewart basically stole all of LeVar Burton's, like, story beats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because yeah. because he was the in, in the movies and also in Picard season one and you know yeah one. he was he had the Hugh moment and we, he had the Hugh moment and he also had like it was the also data the moment. data moment yeah, and yeah. like which all belonged to Jordy really yeah like the data da, da, data is Jordy's best friend mm-hmm. and Hugh is also Jordy's best friend mm-hmm. <laughs> like like they're both like those are two people that were closely associated like. Whenever like it was like you know people doing stuff you know on the bridge, it was always like Data and Jordy hanging. Out. They were always yeah. paired together because mm-hmm. they're best friends. Right, right. And yeah. and like especially throughout the entire series because because you know, they do the holodeck thing with the they have multiple fucking Sherlock episodes. Yeah, they together. have multiple Sherlock like episodes because like there's a bunch. Also, yeah. especially during the series, like you know Picard always maintained that sort of professional distance with everyone on the ship. Mm-hmm. But since, like, you know, Data and Jordy are basically... Except when him and Riker go and gangbang Minuet. Yeah, except, except you know, gang, you know, he, he's allowed a, a occasional gangbang with one a of jazz his club subordinates. <laughs> jazz, club, jazz club gangbangs. Jazz club gangbangs. Team building exercise number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's in a sort of gray area of Starfleet, um, uh, um, you know, leisure time, but, mm-hmm. like... But since you know, Jordy- it's more of a brown area when uh, <laughs> yeah. when Picard get involved. You know what I mean? <laughs> the difficult brown. <laughs> but like you know, since since Jordy and um, and Data are basically the same rank, you know, <laughs> they're they're able to have more like you know, 
you know, more personal chat with each other. So like they were able to like explore topics with each other about humanity mm -hmm. and stuff. So, sure. and then, you know, and then of course, like, you know, he has these moments with, um, Hugh as well, but mm -hmm. and the movies in Picard, like all of those are given to Picard, like he does right. things. So, kind of sucks. It uh, sucks. Like it should have been Jordy doing all that stuff. <sighs> yeah, but uh, so anyway, Jordy calls the transporter room and beams um, the the Borg into a little test chamber. The Borg feeds and introduces himself to Crusher uh, as three of five. He wonders what the Doctor is, and she explains. Which I didn't get why he didn't know what a doctor is. I mean, I guess, well, because he says, like, later in the episode that, like, the wounded are reabsorbed and replaced. But also he says that they absorb the knowledge of all the other species that they assimilate. True. So that knowledge has to be, a knowledge of what a doctor is has to be in someone they assimilated. Yeah, true. So it's just like, he, he would be but like. But it's, it's a concept that they reject, I guess, that they understand yeah. but reject. Okay, and but so I, it's I not really in their subroutines because they don't need to know about it because it's not part of their culture, okay. and it's part of a culture, a cultural thing that they want to override. Yeah, because I, I still feel wounded, he would know what it is intellectually, though. I don't know. Um, He'd be like doctor, one that what you know repair of meat or something like that. But but I mean that's the thing is though they they share ideas and stuff, but in the process ideas, but it doesn't mean they like keep them all in their active mm. memory. Okay. I think like the greater collective is for greater memory and past that they pass subroutines and things that are more vital to the yeah. actual running of what they do because like just overloading them with information wouldn't do them any good That's they true. just need to know their basic commands and what they have yeah, to do yeah like as keeping, part of all, the keeping all that knowledge in would be detrimental to them because yeah. it's like it's not useful what's the to, point yeah, yeah it's not useful to him yeah. right they don't need to yeah which is why they like disregard like everything that's not part of their objective yeah that's true you know? so um crusher explains healing to the borg uh he asks if it is their duty to heal and uh, she agrees the Borg says that they will be assimilated but Jordy says first they need to ask a few questions uh, the Borg asks their designations and Crusher introduces their names uh, is Crusher and Jordy three of five asks if he can have a name and mm. Crusher's like yes I am Crusher and you you and mm -hmm. Jordy's like Hugh. That's a great name. And yeah. So uh, he chooses Hugh. And his pronouns are Hugh him. <laughs> Baby name. He's like, what is my last name? Uh, Hefner. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Hefner. G Dick. G Dick. <laughs> Hugh G Dick. <laughs> um, so later, Crusher and Jordy are testing Hugh on spatial acuity, and he's killing it. It's his prosthetic eye, which is a holograph imaging system, which is obviously made out of, like, something you get out of a vending machine. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, like, yeah, one of the things that you, like, the little things in the capsules. That right, are just right, like, exactly. They're really like, cool holograph top. Or those were fucking badass, though, back in mm -hmm. the day. Like, yeah. I, I, like, did you ever have those one toys where it's, like, they had the hologram inside their chest? Like, it was part of a cartoon. Oh, no, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was oh. a part of a cartoon where they guess they, they um, summoned, like, um something out of their chest like there's a hologram and then like they could summon it and became real that was a pretty mm. cool sounds pretty neat. cool show um so uh later crusher and jordy are testing hugh he's doing really well because of his eye jordy has to see it and hugh just gives it and gives it to him 
Yeah. And this is the titular I in iBorg. Oh. Yeah, that's why they call it iBorg, is because he takes <laughs> off his eye and he's Borg. Okay, see, yeah, I thought it was spelled I, you know, letter I. It is, but they misspelled it. Oh, gotcha. So yeah. he repeats that uh, they will be assimilated, and Crusher asks if he knows that they don't want to be assimilated. Yeah. Hugh says in a roundabout way that he's lonely. You ask what will be done with him and when the tests are completed, and Jordy says that he will be sent home. Mm-hmm. Over oh, by the way, I'm working on a virus to kill you and everyone you care about. Oopsie-daisy. <laughs> it's actually just a shape, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm working on a new shape for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a shape. <laughs> it's kind of like a Rubik's Cube that'll really blow your mind. This is funny because, yeah, doing the shape testing is basically like testing what shapes will kill them. Like he's just like I'm having fun doing the shape game. They're like, yeah, yeah, we love the shape game too. (laughs) All right, this shape will kill them all. (laughs) It'll drive them insane. (laughs) So, um, in ten forward, Jordy's sitting there with Guinan, and he says creating the program was easier before he humanized you. And Guinan doesn't love this train of thought. Which is, again, a very weird thing coming from Guinan. Yeah, and Guinan says he's the second person to refer to him like a lost child that day. Because Guinan, for some reason, was on in the fucking staff meeting earlier, even though she's the bartender. It Which is, is, why do you bring the bartender to a staff meeting yeah. with just the senior bridge staff? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, by, by the way, bring the bartender. Bring the bartender. We're going to do drinks. <laughs> but it is, it is very interesting that they don't... They hate... The Borg, the peop, the Borg individuals themselves, like mm-hmm. they don't see the Borg as a whole being like the problem, right? Like they don't see like that these people are being used against their will. They're right, not, right. Like, they're tools. They're of tools. The Borg. They're tools. Of Just the Borg. like Locutus was, <laughs> yes. Which is why they wanted to save Locutus, and they're yeah. like, we, it's worth our efforts to do this. Yeah, he, he, like Hugh is a victim. Mm-hmm. He is not a willing participant of the Borg. Yeah, he is a lost boy. Like, he is a like lost boy. If you boy. look at, like, fucking, you know, look at fucking Seven of Nine's recovery. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, like, look like, and look at Hugh, look at the entire trajectory of Hugh. It's like, mm-hmm. it's just like, like, they, but they, I mean, yes, like, treat him with a level of caution because he is dangerous as he is, like, mm-hmm. especially when they picked him up. But it's just like, but he is very much as just a victim as everyone else, like, like it's just weird that being like when they question his humanity it's right. like he was human at some point yeah but Guinan, or, or a human race Guinan does kind of address this and she yeah. says uh, even though he may be like a little lost boy his big brothers are coming looking for him they're, which and their kinda, dicks are hard and dripping oh yeah <laughs> bigbrothergangbang.com <laughs> um, that's probably a site I'm, so, I'm sorry site. I'm sorry if I just yeah, I guess for, you're you're welcome for your advertisement. <laughs> so, um, Jordy's kind of miffed at Guinan and dares Guinan to go talk to Hugh, but she says she wouldn't have anything to say. And Jordy's like, "Yeah, well, maybe you should just listen. That is what you do best, isn't it?" And I'm <laughs> oh! like, "Dude, dude, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? That Jordy, was Jordy. Jordy getting that rare, you know, banger. You know, he's dude. Just he like, just fucking dunked on her so yeah. hard. She just fumbled the ball, <laughs> broke her ankle, and he dunked on her. It was so, so fucking hard, brother. I know. It's like, and yeah, Guinan's usually the one doing like the profound dunks on people's. Like, I know, they, just like on their logic and shit, and yeah. they're, they're just like. 
Yeah, fucking uh, Rene Chavarion writing this episode. He's like, uh, maybe the black woman's a <laughs> dumb idiot in this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, come on, man. <laughs> maybe Jordy's going to get the get get one over on her in this yeah. time. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's okay though cuz he's black too. Yeah. Jordy Jord, yeah, but Jordy got to Jordy got to do a logic bomb on her, which is great, you know. It is it is great. Yeah. But, you know, ultimately the one who was right all along Crusher. Yeah, Crusher. Got to give it up to Crusher. Listen yeah. to women. Yeah, listen to women. Listen to but, women, I mean, especially she, when they're doctors. But I mean, like, she, she, I mean, taking him straight to med bay, though. I mean, it okay, yeah, that, that, that wasn't. The it should have been with restraints, you know? Yeah, yeah, or like, uh, fucking, like, secure a, a bay in med bay. That would have made sense. That would have been yeah, fine. They, yeah. they can they can do that. We, yeah, we, they can do that. Yeah, yeah. We, we know they can. So. Yeah. On the bridge, they've picked up a vessel on long-range scanners headed towards them. It's a cube. A Borg cube. A small, Borg Small, cube. tiny Borg cube, though. Yeah. A scout ship similar to the one that crashed. Data says the star's radiation will shield them from their sensors and they'll remain undetected for 31 hours. Commercial break. Back in detention, Guinan is there to talk with Hugh. Which is like, uh, security, who is it? <laughs> It's the bartender. <laughs> yeah. Let her in. <laughs> Let her talk to the prisoner. It is funny. Yeah, they're just letting anybody in. Yeah. No, she's just, she apparently has like top, top secret clearance. She's just allowed anywhere she wants to be. I mean, Guinan is like more than just a bartender, though. But she is also officially <laughs> just the bartender. The bartender yeah. yeah. Like I she mean, can't call shots. She has no power on the ship. She doesn't do anything except for tend bar and yeah. talk to people. She's like an unofficial like therapist or like talk therapist. Yeah. I mean, she is. Yeah, she is like Picard's off the books advisor. Yeah. And which is like which he needs because like, you know, it's like, you know, when he wants a real dose of reality. He goes to Guinan. Right, right. Like, when, he, when he wants a dose of like ancient wisdom. Ancient wisdom, to, yeah. Yeah. Because like, she know, usually has it, except on this episode. Yeah, because she doesn't. She doesn't see him. See him as captain. Like mm -hmm. she has. He has no authority over her. Like, like they're equals, and so right, like right. Um, she's known him technically for hundreds of years. Yeah. So she. So she's able to give him certain insights that his like his his uh, staff cannot. So. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, but still, it's by like, his staff you mean his penis, right? Yes, his, yes, his penis. But it's just like, but yeah, it's like, uh, but yeah, she, but she does, has no official <laughs> standing. She's a bartender. She's, she's a bartender. A, yeah, she's a fucking bartender. <laughs> Straight up, that's it. That's like, I, I love Guinan. She's great, but she is the bartender's gonna sit in on this top secret meeting. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about the war plans. Uh, call the bartender. Yeah. Make sure she's here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so time to put her in a black shirt and do some black op shit on this planet. <laughs> she she's got the black ops juice that you drink and it does black operations. Yes. Um. So, Guinan's there to talk to Hugh, and she asks if she's going to be assimilated. He, he wonders if that's what she wants. Mm. Which confuses her, confounds her. Hugh seems to be having a crisis of consciousness. And she tells uh, how some of her people survived the Borg, but they are now scattered throughout the home. He understands that she is lonely because of this. And Guinan finally seems to understand Hugh. Mm. Next, we see Jordy scanning Hugh, and uh, he keeps asking him, uh, Hugh keeps asking him why, like a child. He's like, why? Why? Mm. <laughs> uh, to everything that Jordy says. Um... Hugh says the way that they study species as the Borg is by assimilating them. 
Jordy says that's not what people do and explains individual will. Mm -hmm. He says losing individuality would be worse than dying, which kind of shocks you. Hugh asks if he's ever lonely, and Jordy says he is, but that's why people have friends, and he explains friendship, which is yeah. really like... I love that they use him for lessons like this because he's so good at it, especially mm -hmm. being on Reading Rainbow and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, LeVar Burton is just so good at being wholesome as yes. fuck. I don't like it when they make Jordy a creepy uh, dude, which yeah. they do several times. They do. That's that, Those are, yeah, like, really, like, any episode, like, you know, especially with Jordy and Data, that really gets, has Jordy explore, like, humanity and non-human things. Because, like, yeah. you know, Jordy, cause, you know, Jordy kind of, like, identifies you know with like with like machinery and well, stuff. he's he's disabled which yeah. is awesome he's yeah. like one of a great representation for people of like a strong mm -hmm. disabled character yeah like, and so he he sort of feels like outcasted mm -hmm. and so and so he's able to like really like he's able to see data mm -hmm. fully as he is the other people like i think i just read um a tng book called ghost ship mm -hmm. and that's a that's a really good book but it, like Riker is like a complete asshole in it, and mm -hmm. he is a, a complete prick to both Jordy and Data, really? to, to the point where Data actually like questions his personhood. No shit. <laughs> and like and and like and feels that he's he, he pulls some measure of a man shit on him, but in reverse, some Bruce Maddox yeah, shit. He really mm -hmm. yeah, he makes Data question his existence. Oh wow, and causes Data to basically sacrifice himself mm, but wow. like but there are scenes where it's like but it's like lots of good scenes like or, or passages between Jordy and jo just Jordy like internally just like thinking contemplating the humanity of data mm -hmm. and just how he's able to perceive data in this completely other way it's a really it's a really good book in some ways but kind of bad in some ways like I don't know Riker's perceived portrayed as a complete prick but. yeah I don't like that Riker's a cool dude yeah Riker's a cool dude but yeah, yeah he's and, always chill like. and that he like he like, he, he fucks with Jordy too well maybe Jordy like cock blocks him right before the book starts yeah. Riker's <laughs> like that motherfucker I could have had I could have four pussies at once <laughs> well he's, it's, it's, it's it's supposed to be like a season one type book so he's oh. just like he's just like because um, it's when Jordy's still like at helm Right, and, right. Um, he's just like Jordy. Why aren't you using your special eyes to see something? And, and, Yikes! And yeah, it's so yeah, it's not mm -hmm. a, not a good portrayal of Riker. Yeah, right. Um, yikes! yikes. <laughs> why aren't you using your special eyes? Why yikes. aren't you using your special eyes? Uh, so Hugh asks if friendship is like Jordy and Hugh, and this really fucking got me in the feels. Yeah, it was a really beautiful scene. Really loved it was. this. So later, Jordy and Data are talking with Picard about how uploading a paradoxical shape to Hugh will completely fry the Borg. Before <laughs> he goes, Jordy tells Picard that he's having second thoughts about doing this as he and Hugh have become friends. Yeah, it is, it is funny, like, he is developing this deep friendship with Hugh, mm -hmm. at the same time creating this nefarious shape yeah <laughs> it's just like he's just like all right well uh so uh the the borg are gonna see this shape and it's going to slowly make them all insane yeah this is like a movie where like <laughs> mengala is just friends with like a little jewish boy yeah. for some reason <laughs> Ma mengala and me <laughs> we're going to do some tests and make your eyes blue <laughs> <laughs> you are my bestest friend. You are my bestest friend. <laughs> uh, 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no, I got to send him to the gas chamber. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it, it is it is very it is it is, is mangling me type of shit. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's it is funny that he is able to go through and create this shape at the same time, but I feel like at some point he would feel like some reservation about completing the project. Mm-hmm. Um, so Picard suggests that Jordy unattach himself from the Borg. Yeah. Stop making this thing that's basically like a raid trap for ants. Mm-hmm. That's basically <laughs> what it is. It's like the raid thing where it's yeah. just like the ants go in there, they bring the poison back to their colony, <laughs> and it all kills them. Hell yeah. Yeah. So next Picard's in his quarters, and Guinan comes in and tries to persuade him, and he also has a sick robe, too. Really love his look here. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah, he's 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 getting real comfy, cozy with it. Oh, he is. He's, he, he's, like, he's in comfy, cozy mode, just drinking his tea in his robe. Mm-hmm. So uh, Guinan tries to persuade him not to use the invasive program, the shape. Uh, she tells him that she talked to Hugh, and, has, and she has her doubts, but Picard hasn't talked to him yet. She calls him a person, and he yells that he was not a person. It's a Borg, and he does, he does. I mean, this is some capital A acting, fucking yeah. Jean-Luc Picard. He's not a person, damn it! Yeah, and it's like, yeah, he's fucking yelling and shit and, and spitting. He'd be, be, he'd be like that wild pussy baby. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Like, is he talking about himself here too? Because he was, right. he was a Borg. Mm-hmm. He just went through the same shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you're. Denying him humanity is also denying yourself at this point. Which is maybe part of the whole thing is because he sees that part of himself is like invalid and like something he wants to destroy, even though it is like instrumental in helping them understand the Borg. Yes, it is. Yeah. And also, yeah, him manipulating him too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, Guinan, sorry, uh, Guinan says he should look at Hugh in the eye before he uses him as a weapon. And Picard says he will not alter his plans. Guinan says he still needs to talk to Hugh if he wants to have a clear conscience. It's also fascinating they don't pass this plan up to Starfleet Command at any point. That's a good point, yeah. Like, it's just like they're they're doing like this decisive action mm-hmm. against the Borg with no approval from Starfleet Command. Maybe they're way well, I mean they are beyond the sensors, remember? Because yeah. they they're in that star cluster that like, okay. makes them invisible to sensors and stuff. Yeah, cuz I feel like cuz I So that's some plot armor that's I, actually pretty well written in. That's true. And uh-huh. but but still like he still has to make this um this report back to Starfleet. Mm-hmm. Like it's not he's not doing a Kirk here. <laughs> you right. know, just like, you know, modify you know, he's not I mean, at, at this point, like he's they're the only crew that have actually seen the Borg. So every time they fucking report yeah. back to Starfleet, they're like <laughs> Did Picard fuck up again and like just make and just blame it on like the Borg? Because I don't think these things exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it is, but it is like fu- up, up until well, I guess no. Wolf three five nine they do, yeah, except yeah. that the Borg do exist. Yeah, but but it, but it is interesting. Like you know, it's gonna be like he has to like fill this report into Starfleet Command. And be like, well, you know, we had a Borg. Uh, we fit him with this nefarious shape that was going to kill them all. But you know, he was just too darn cute, and I decided yeah. I decided against it. Yeah. And it's just like. Wait, what? <laughs> like, <you just>. Well, <laughs> we hoped that the idea of individualism would spread like yeah. uh, the writings of Ayn Rand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we actually, instead of giving him the nefarious shape, we gave him something even Atlas more nefarious. Shrugged. Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You guys are sick. <laughs> but, like, but yeah, it's just like, I wonder what Starfleet commands, like, 
um, reaction to this because like, wait a minute, you had a Borg, mm-hmm. you could have ended this like this war with with the Borg, mm-hmm. like you could have saved millions of lives, like on our on this on the side of the Federation. But you decided not to because the Borg was too cute. Because they're they're completely removed. They don't they don't know how cute the Borg is. I know they don't. They haven't like, <laughs> like they, they haven't, haven't seen him with Jordy and shit. Yeah, they haven't been all shucks. He's so darn cute. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's human. They're like, wait, no, we're seeing this from a from this perspective of like of a tactical perspective. Like you could have like really done like some serious damage to this horrible enemy of ours that's mm-hmm. doing like that. That killed a whole shit ton of people at Wolf Three Five Nine. You decided against it because you thought he was too cute. Yeah, but you know, well, but we never get to see that reaction though. But no. this, this is very self-contained. So Indeed. maybe, maybe, maybe Picard never filed that report. <laughs> maybe not. We don't know. We don't know yeah. for sure what they file and don't file. We do know for like, we're pretty sure that like Kirk never told anybody that uh, they dropped off the fucking Khan <laughs> and his people yeah. on that planet. Oh, by the way, uh, remember Second Hitler? Yeah, we we had him, but we just let him go have his own planet for yeah. Him. Yeah, <laughs> Hitler two, Hitler two is just out there somewhere, but oops. you know, oopsie, oops. <laughs> So in Picard ready in Picard's ready room, Worf transports in with Hugh and Worf leaves. Hugh recognizes Picard as Locutus. Mm, Picard's like, yes. He says uh, that he's from a primitive civilization, trying to incorporate themselves into the Borg, and asks Hugh to identify himself until he does so as three of five and not Hugh. Picard says they are to be assimilated, and Hugh seems confused, saying resistance is not futile. Jordy doesn't want to be assimilated. Yeah, Hugh says Jordy would rather die than be assimilated. Yeah. And he says he doesn't want him to die. Mm-hmm. He tells Picard he will not assist in the assimilation, and he insists that he is, in fact, Hugh. And Picard finally gets it. Really yeah. great scene here, too. Yeah, really good. Yeah, he's like, oh, damn it, he is cute. Yeah, I forget <laughs> the name of the guy, but the guy who plays Hugh in this is uh, really good. Josh DeMarco or John DeMarco? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in the conference room, Picard admits that Hugh is, in fact, an individual. He admits to weaponize Hugh would bring them to the level of the Borg. Riker suggests they return him to the crash site and erase his memory, which Crusher doesn't love since he'd lose any sense of individuality that he's gained. Mm -hmm. Picard wonders if sending him back might infect the Borg with a sense of individuality. Just like Ayn Rand. (laughs) Crusher asks... What if he doesn't want to go back? And nobody thought of that yet. Mm-hmm. Picard and Jordy enter detention to ask Hugh if he wants to go back or not, uh, which is crazy that they give him a choice. But yeah, yeah. Hugh says his uh, will is irrelevant and all Borg will be returned to the collective. Yeah, I mean, it's just like they never, they never like bothered to ask like Lacutus if you wanted to go back. Like Lacutus, mm-hmm. do you want to go back or you want to stay here with us? Lacutus yeah. wants to go back. You know? <laughs> it's just like yeah. I'm always coming there. I'm always going. Yeah. It's so hot all the time. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't get it. I can't get it up in this universe with a waterfall. Yeah, it's like they clearly like deborged. Picard, but like deborging him was never an option. No, no. They, I mean, yeah, which is like a thing. They like, ask him if he wants asylum, and but at like, the same time, he was like, I don't know, he was more of a prisoner of war because they like kidnapped him directly. Mm. We don't know what happened with Hugh and his race necessarily. Yeah, they could have gone willingly. Who knows? There's probably like civilizations that go willingly with the Borg. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Why not? Let's imagine that exists. <laughs> so, um, 
<sighs> Hugh chooses to stay with Jordy, but it is too dangerous because the Borg will come for them eventually. He requests he be returned to the crash site. In the transporter room, Picard gives everybody the plan to hide from the Borg and get Hugh picked up, and Jordy wants to go with him, as it seems perfectly safe since Borg do not assimilate individuals. But also, it's just like they never say, like, we'll fight this small ship that's coming for you. Yeah, that that was weird. <laughs> they, they, they just beamed him down and, like, I don't know, like, then hid. And so, like, how long was Jordy on this planet after Hugh left? <laughs> Unclear. Yeah, like but, a long time probably. But I don't know. But it's just like also like, you know, they're saying like, you know, it's like, you know, I want to stay, but, you know, this ship, it's just like, well, it's only a scout ship. Yeah. Like, like at this point, like the but, Federation But the thing has, is if they blew it up, then the Borg Collective would be alerted and send something bigger, which they don't yeah. want them coming closer into their space. All right, all right. Especially since they know that the Borg at this point want to fucking assimilate <laughs> humans. But they also like... They, there's this consideration never was was raised for Lakutus. Like they weren't like true. They weren't like oh, it's either gonna bring all, all everybody for Lakutus. Mm -hmm. Like and they didn't like you know it's, it's that'd be great if they just weaponized Lakutus and sent him back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They gave him the shape. <laughs> everybody, check this thing out. <laughs> God damn it! The shape is killing us. Borg, Borg, I've got a new shape. Check it out. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Oh, fuck. We are Borg. <laughs> yeah. New, new shape day is really cool. Yeah, new shape it's, day is it's, cool. It's always awesome when someone comes into work <laughs> and they're like, hey, everyone, I figured out a new shape. <laughs> All it's right. paradoxical. It can't exist. <laughs> Make sure you bite down on something because you're going to chew your motherfucking tongue off when you <laughs> see this shit. <laughs> This is going to blow your dick straight this, out your asshole. This is some Lovecraft shit right here. <laughs> um, so, Picard says goodbye to Hugh, and Hugh says he does not want to forget that he is Hugh. This is really touching. Yeah, it's really sad. Like, they're, yeah. like... They're, they're really play, they're playing this up for tears. Really yeah, I mean it's good that we see get to see Hugh more, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just sad to see him them just like give up. I mean they mm -hmm. don't try to they don't try to do anything. No, <laughs> they don't. They don't have any sort of like. There's no um, um, boardroom type meeting, you know. It's just like where they're just like they're all meeting and like um, and discussing options to what they can do to like hide Hugh, like, destroy, like, whatever's, like, you know. Right, right, right. Like, uh, the homing beacon on him. Just mm -hmm. make it seem like he's dead or something. Mm -hmm. Like, trick the Borg. <laughs> like, right, why not right. do or, or, yeah, like, keep him... I don't know, like, put... Make that, like, thing that you put around the fucking cell, put that around the whole ship. Make that part of your shields. Yeah. And that way, like, you know, you can never send it out. Yeah, and deborg him and, you know, and then leave, like, some sort of, like, proof of life enough for the mm -hmm. Borg to make it think, like, oh, okay, he's dead. Right. I mean, you did it with, they did it with Picard. They later do it with Seven. They later do it with Hugh further, don't they? Yeah, I mean, oh. Hugh later, yeah, becomes part of an entire, like, free Borg collective. Like, yeah. the X, the X whatevers. Right. I, 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 nah, man. Yeah, it's just. Let's not, let's not ever. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, down on the planet, Jordy guides Hugh to where they found him, and mm -hmm. Hugh leaves willingly. Borg come pick them up. Um, on the bridge of the Enterprise, 
Uh, they hide right in time as Jordy says his goodbyes to Hugh. The Borg beam down and retrieve Hugh with Jordy still there. They beam away the fallen Borg and leave with Hugh giving Jordy a look as he beams away. Yeah. Suggesting he still has his individuality intact. Yeah. The end. The end. The end. What do you think? Yeah, it was good. This is like a good Jordy episode. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love, I love good Jordy episodes where especially like he's able to successfully argue like mm-hmm. the personhood of like the cyborg. <laughs> you know, he's able to. You know, he, you know, he's he sees the humanity and in human things. Yeah. You know, and and um, you know, he he was like you know Data's greatest advocate, and you know he's you know he's Hugh's greatest advocate here. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to see Hugh later, especially you know when. Hugh, Hugh's individuality infects um, the Borg, and mm-hmm. they let you know they kind of go under Lore's <laughs> thing for that for that one episode, and yeah. then we get to see, of course, see Hugh later in um, Picard, mm-hmm. but Sans Jordy, right? You know? Which sucks. <laughs> which really sucks. Like if you're gonna bring bring him back, bring Hugh back, it has to be a Jordy episode. Yeah, it's it's interesting that they. I mean, it's not interesting. It's it makes sense why they went for like seven of nine because they're like, who gives us ratings? Yeah, like, yeah. But it's just like, but it's like, and you know, Jordy was not in season, Picard season one at all. Not at all. No. Yeah. So, and it's just it, it it feels like something they should have saved for uh, Levar Burton's return. Like, you, you think it should have been because it would have been because instead they needed like those member berries and yeah. but they only got like partial rotted member berries yeah. instead of like the full member berries because like yeah Hugh sees Picard and and reacts like like Picard was his friend and mm-hmm. it definitely feels like Patrick Stewart stole Levar Burton's storylines a bit <laughs> a, a little bit and so and because those had meat on them they, those had like you know the the um the huma- humanity meat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, which, no, they have that reading Stewart- rainbow wholesomeness up which, on them. Yeah, yeah. Which, but and Patrick Stewart stole that for himself. And right, because like, he's like, I, I, I want, I need to be the heart of the show, and he wasn't the and heart, the brawn of the show, and yeah. it's like, and 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 the moral no, center of the show. Yeah. yeah, no, he can, he should be the brain and the moral center of the show. Yeah, and like, he was throughout the show. Like, yeah, that's, except for was, this episode where he's wrong most of the time. <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah, I mean we're all wrong. Yeah, yeah but, but he's like. Uh, He's real wrong. He's real he's, wrong. He's, this shit ain't even on the board. Yeah, usually he's like the logic, mm-hmm. space lawyer, moral center. You yeah. know, like the the, the 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 maker of hard decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he wasn't the like ooey gooey. Like, I'm going to be your best friend. No, no guy. So, no. but he wanted. But he could tell Patrick Stewart wanted that for himself. Sure, sure. He yeah, he wants to be like you know the Hollywood star. So he wants yeah. all of the emotions to be felt about him and stuff. Yeah. And like. That's not the kind of actor and person he is. No, and, and that's why I, I, I was. I admit, this episode did make me think back to Picard season three, mm-hmm. and I realized like they did completely cut out Picard from all of the data scenes. Basically, like they were those were given back to Jordy. Yeah. Like it was it was Jordy and Data paired up yet again. Which yeah, I think which was, was great. Which was correct. And yeah, yeah that, and that worked because yeah. that's what. It, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, they had the that show. one really good scene with Data and Jordy, and mm-hmm. a couple bad ones. Like when he first, yeah, the the fucking I'm, I'm Lore, I'm Lore, I'm Data, I am Lore again. And that <laughs> shit was so fucking. And people were like, "Oh my god, he was just like three characters in sixty seconds." I'm like, 
Yeah, and it was bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, don't fucking <laughs> applaud him. You just... Uh, like no, like putting up the scene is not making him look better. Like people, I'm can- Teddy Roosevelt. I'm Jackie Chan. You know, just saying something like that. That would yeah. that would be great if he just started getting into like <laughs> racist impersonations, and then just like really obscure stuff. Like yeah, it's like I'm Uncle Joey. <laughs> just like just doing stupid shit. But yeah, like um, but yeah, but I did was glad. But the you know it was glad you know. Jordy got those scenes with Data, but mm-hmm. it would would have been great, like a Jordy Hugh reunited. That would be really good. It would have been amazing. It would right. have been, it would have been out of this world. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that would have been way more touching, you right. know, especially like bringing because they bring the original Hugh actor back. Yeah, or and, even, I mean Crusher too. Like, yeah, Crusher too. Like, yeah, oh. it sh- it should. That's why like the Picard dying I mean, even like I, honestly yeah. they, they chose like. Picard's the last person that accepted his personhood. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he was like the last person. He's like, oh okay, we won't make him into a suicide bomb. Fine, okay, we won't we won't give him the really cool shape that kills people. <laughs> yeah. Fine, we, like. yeah, uh, <laughs> like he was yeah he was the very last person to like like. He's like, oh, take the kamikaze bomb off his back. Yeah, fine. And, and and he didn't even bother to go see see Hugh off. It was Jordy. Jordy was the one that was just like, I'm going to see you off. I'm going to make sure you get back to your to your mm-hmm. people safely. Like, I like my my like we are best. We are friends. Me and Hugh. And so it's just like. The fact that he didn't—he was completely left out of any of those scenes—is kind of criminal, I think, in a way. Yeah. And and just like rewatching this, just reminded me of that. I'm just like, yeah, that was kind of fucked. <laughs> like, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. I I don't put too much stock in Picard. It was kind of just a huge money grab. Yeah. And like a huge tax break. Yeah, thing kind of just and... like a soulless. It it did feel really soulless to me in a way. Just kind of yeah. yeah, just three, kinda... three brought it back together. Honestly, it like. Did. The the finale of three was really just really fucking good. Yeah. The rest of season three, uh, pretty much take it or leave it. Yeah. Um, I thought they actually like I don't know if th- it would have been a better movie. Picard season mm-hmm. three would have been a good movie. I think it w- it, it shouldn't even been called Picard. It should have just been called like the next generation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it should it should re- like yeah. yeah it should just been like it because yeah. like because like it like. That TNG was never the Picard or, or show. Or honestly, the last generation. Yeah, like the they last call, generation. They, they called the fucking the finale. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. I like that name for the the thing too. Yeah, because like it was never the show was never about Picard. It was always like an ensemble show because like it just. But ultimately, it was about two people. Well, one who was a Picard, but not with the last name. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Crusher mm, Picard. Yeah. Crushard. 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 Yeah. But yeah, yeah it, would, it should have just been a single season, of all the all the original people, mm-hmm. and just have that one last goodbye with Picard dying. Yes, <laughs> Picard dying like a really like triumphant fucking death. Yeah, like give him the best death you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Like 
he sacrifices himself to save everybody. Yes. And yeah. like, and so he is forever known as like the hero of the fucking universe. Yeah. I don't care. Make him fucking the lion for like the next fifty Star Trek yeah. series. Like, because bringing it fine. back makes it feel like you know. Remember that one episode with the um the insane admiral who was like old as fuck. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then took like and going on a on one last trip, uh, one last journey for revenge. Mm-hmm. And that's that's become Patrick Stewart. That's become Picard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's just like he's just like returning against everyone else's will and everyone was treating like that admiral as this like, you know, what is this fucking old bitch doing? Yeah, that's I mean <laughs> it's, it's just, also kind of like Kirk in Star Trek too. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> kind of a motif. Yeah, just like these guys just having like their their cold, dead claws. Insane Admiral fucking steals Starship to fucking... (laughs) No, it's the same plot for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Just like they can't let go. and Uh. It would would be so refreshing if to just see them actually let go. Mm -hmm. Just be like, yes. It's all these old white men. Yeah. Holding on to this, holding on to something, not, not letting, you know, letting the other generations just like have it and just continue on with their shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely the the message of I Iborg. Of Iborg. <laughs> that no, you Iborg, can take off Iborg your holographic was, eye. Iborg was a sweet story. It I, was. I, yeah. It was. It was some good acting. Uh, you know, they didn't have to spend too much money on sets or anything. No, and, no. Uh, the makeup was actually really good. Yeah. I really liked the makeup direction for Hugh. I mean, yeah, the, definitely the planet they land on has like been used in a million other episodes. Oh yeah, it's all it's all like worn out paper mache at this yeah, point. Yeah, uh, it's like okay, uh, do Rocky Planet three mm-hmm. <laughs> like put them on that and dun, yeah. dun, it just shows like dun, how dun, dun, <laughs> rocky, rocky planet, planet. <laughs> yeah it just shows like how i feel like when they had to be economical mm-hmm. they had to work within constraints yeah that's the, when the good episode that's happened. when the good writing happens and, yeah because yeah. it's like okay well well we can't do any cool special effects so uh so cut that scene cut that scene just make the good we're gonna only be left with really good dialogue. Yeah, Whoops. we're yeah we're gonna be really good dialogue, good human moments. Mm-hmm. Ex, you know, some some existential questions about existence. And, we're gonna uh, add that shit in there. Mind blowing shapes, baby. Mind blowing shapes. We got shapes. We got a new shape. <laughs> we got a new motherfucking shape. And it's just like that. That's what they come up with, and it's just like it's so much. It's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Instead, you know, in Picard season three, we got like Borg being sucked out into space and all dying and shit. And it's just like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, we know Borg can exist in the vacuum of space. We've seen fucking First Contact. Yeah. We don't. We know better. Yeah, we got special effects and, and just just evil, evil soulless, soulless stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I love this episode. Yeah, this episode rocks. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Like, uh, yeah, should give it a give it a good like eight out of ten. Yeah, absolutely. I think mm-hmm. it's like. Especially since, like, Hugh does become a returning character later on, you know. And yeah, this is, uh, I should mention, this is episode one out of six in the Hugh plot arc. Yes. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, just kind of goes over uh, mm-hmm. Picard, mostly. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. He, he mostly continued Picard. I think he only has one other episode in TNG, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well. so yeah, it's just like, um, or was that a two-parter? I can't remember. But, yeah, like, uh. The Hugh story is good. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, except for the Picard episode. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I would watch this one again, again, and again, again. Like, 
Yeah, it's 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 a good story. It's one of the best Jordy episodes. I'd yeah, say. absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. one where he's not being a sex pest. <laughs> right, right. Not fucking doing weird shit on the holodeck. Yeah, he's not being a sex pest. He's he's just being like good, good Jordy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess yeah. He's in three episodes of TNG. Yeah, yeah. I think they, he's yeah, also they, in Descent Part. Yeah, it's a part. Yeah, one it's, part, it's a two part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then three it, episodes of Picard. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> You got anything else to say about this motherfucker? Nope, just go watch it if yeah. you haven't seen it before. Uh-huh, yeah. Highly recommended. It rocks. Yeah. Great episode. Good acting. Yeah, and then uh, go see the Guinan's wrong for some reason. Yeah, and then she's right. Yeah, yeah, Guinan got rare, a rare instance of Guinan, Guinan being wrong. I mean, it's, it's a pretty rare instance of, like, just, like, one crew member being right all along and then everyone finding that point of view out. Yeah. Unless, you know, it's like uh, something crazy has infected the ship or yeah. whatever. So, you know, it's nice to see. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, Guinan's usually always right. No yeah, what, but, but in this one, it's Crusher. It's Crusher. You gotta listen to our women. Yeah, and Jordy, and Jordy, Jordy's right. <laughs> Although, I guess a woman, fucking Guinan, wanted to kill you. Yeah. Pretty much. So. <laughs> maybe maybe oh. don't listen to our women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, uh, so don't listen to women. Uh, phew, I wait, mean, no. listen to them sometimes. Listen to them when oh, they're right. Listen to them when they're right. Oh, listen Wait. to them when they're right. Ooh, but but what if but but then again, Guinan's right from her own perspective. Yeah, but she's uh, also wrong. Well, yeah, I be I mean, I guess in life we have to watch the episode fully before we understand the full context. So make sure to watch the full episode <laughs> of Life. Yes. Before you uh, comment on anything so that a woman says. Let 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 actions play out. So then use a time machine, go back in time, and have the right opinion all along. Uh, yeah. So I guess <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, if you don't have a time machine, stop second guessing women's opinions. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I think that's the lesson here. Just just go by whatever the last woman said. Yeah. Yeah. As long as she's right. As long as she's right. Yep. Ooh. And again. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> ah, well, that's probably a great place for us to leave it. Thanks for hanging with us, yeah. Soyagers. Be yeah. well, travel safe, and check out I Borg. Check it out. All right. Thanks for checking with the Soy Boys, Girls, and Other Beings. Hang dong and Jail has 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 jail has